All right. Good evening. Hope all of you are well. Maseches Megillah. Daf Yudzayin Baruch Hashem. We're going to, in Yudz Hashem, finish the parak, a parak of Megillah Nikres. We'll be starting the next parak of Akkori Lamafreya, which is a halachic Gemara. Um, and then at the very bottom of Yudzayin Mabes today is the Seder of Shmona Esrei. As we know it, why is it in the very specific order in which we find it? Uh, but uh, before we finish the parak, we got to start from the bottom of Tezayin Mabes, three, four lines from the bottom. The Gemara says, Omar Rab, the Itamar of Shmuel Bar Marta, Gadol Talmatori, Yosemi Binyan Besamikdash, something that we might have never have thought. You're sitting in the base in the Besamedrash and they say, hey, come outside to building the Besamikdash. We would all lurch out of our seats with excitement. Says the Gemara, Talmatora is more important. How do we know? Shakolzman Shabarch Benaria Kayam, the entire time that Barch Benaria was alive, Lohinichu Ezra Ba'Allah. Ezra did not go up to. Uh, Go to Eretz Yisrael. Baruch ben Neria was the Rebbe of Ezra, and he stayed by his Rav's side. So we see the Talmud Torah is more important than the building of the base of Mikdash, and Ezra played a critical role in that, of course. Two lines from the bottom. Amar Raba, Amar Raba, Amar Rav Yitzchak Bar Shmuel Bar Marta, Gadol Talmud Torah, Yoser We know this is a very big and important sugya, that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is more important than Kibud how do we know? When for the entire time that Yaakov Avinu was in Yeshiva Shemba Ever, on those years he was not punished. But in order to figure that out, we need to do um, quite a bit of math. Almost this entire Amud is math. Uh, it's not terribly difficult, but we do need to hold cup. Says the Gemara de Amar Mar, turning to the top of Yadzayin Amaral. Why is it that Yishmael, who was a Russia, why do we care how old he was? What's the difference? Says the Gemara, it wasn't because of him, but rather, in order to determine certain aspects about Yaakov's life. The Pasuk says, how, uh, the, light, the number of years of Yishmael was, Shana Ushloshim Yitzchak. How much older was Yishmael than Yitzchak? Enters the Gemara, Arbesar Shnin. He was 14 years older. So Yitzchak was 14 years the younger brother. Hagar had Yishmael at the age of 86. And it says later, Avram ben a 14-year gap. So we see that Yishmael was 14 years older than Yitzchak. Uchsiv, the Pasuk also says that Yitzchak ben Shishim Osam. Yitzchak was 60 years old when his children were born, Osam, the plural. Uh, that would be Yaakov and Esav. Bar Kama Hava Yishmael, Yaakov. How old was Yishmael? When Yaakov was born, so says the Gemara, this is, of course, his uncle. Yaakov's father was Yitzchak. Yitzchak's brother was Yishmael. Bar Shivim Ve'arba. So at that time, at the time that Yaakov was born, we know that Yitzchak, was, that Yishmael was 74 years old. And because the Pasuk that we started with at the top of the page told us how when he died, Kama Paishan Mishne, how many years were left in Yishmael's life? So answers the Gemara, Shishin Utlas. 63, because 63 plus 73 is the number, uh, 74 is the number of years that he lived, which is 137. Vitanya, and then the Brisa says as follows. Vitanya, Haya Yaakov Avinu, Bishashin is Barach Me'aviv, Ben Shishim Vishalo Shana. 
Yaakov Avinu was 63 years old when he got the bracha from his father. So that's the Yaakov and Esav story that he got the bracha and, and chapped it from his brother. Uvo Biperek Mes Yishmael. We know that Yishmael died at that time. It's actually quite a very subtle diuk in the Pasuk that we know that Yishmael died at that time. That Yaakov got the bracha. Esav went to Yishmael. As Machlas Bas Yishmael, and he Vayikach, and he married Machlas, who was the daughter of Yishmael. That would be his cousin. And it, then the pasuk concludes Achos Nevayos that Machlas was the sister of Nevayos. Now Mimash Moshenem Ar Bas Yishmael, by virtue of the fact that it says that <clears throat> that. Uh, that Machlas was the Bas Yishmael. We know from other Nevayos. why does the Pasuk go out of the way to mention that she is a sibling to Nevayos? Melamed says the Gemara that when Esav came to marry Machlas, she Yishmael, she, uh, Yishmael was still alive for the Kiddushin, but then we assume the Diuk is made that Umeis, he died, and then and then Nevayos took the responsibility of making sure that she actually got married, that Machlas actually got married to Esav, so we know that he died at this point, and that was when Yaakov was getting the bracha at around the age of 63 years old. And then says the Gemara, the 63 years that we know of so far, that's when he got the bracha, if it was another 14 years until Yosef was born, that brings us to how many years of life for Yaakov, Avinu Hashivin Besheva, 77 years. We also know that this is the that if Yaakov was 77 when Yosef was born, and the Pasuk says, Yosef ben Shloshim Shana Paro, that Yosef was 30 years old when he stood before Paro. So 30 plus 77 Hameyev Sheva, that's 107. And then we know that even once they got down there, there was Shev de Siva, there were seven years of, uh, of Sova, the Tarte de Kafna, and two years of uh, of famine. So seven plus two is nine, plus 107 is 116. That's 116. However, when we look in the Psukim, what do we see? We're about a quarter of the way down, halfway through the wide lines before the parak. We'll see the pasuk says, "Vayomer Paral Yaakov kami yemeish Famous pasuk. So Yaakov responds, "Vayomer Yaakov el Paro migurai shloshimu It says he's 130, but the math that we did indicated We therefore see that there's a gap between these two ages because we were missing one part of the calculation. What was the part of the calculation that we were missing? So this was where we started. The mitzvah of Talmud Torah is more important than Kibbut Aba'im. Uh, that doesn't mean always. I mean, sometimes I remember when I was in uh, Yeshiva, Shanal and Shalvim, what Rav Yamar used to tell this to all the guys. When you go home, if your parents ask you to take out the garbage, you get up and you take out the garbage. He says, Shulchan Aruch, you got you to be smart. You have to know exactly how to play these things. But there are times, there are times in a person's life where they have to say the Talmud Torah is, is, is going to play out differently than that, where sometimes it does trump the Kibbut Avoim card. So you have to know how to do that. And it's Ayin Shulchan Aruch and uh, in Yoradea, uh, a lot of complicated halachos there. So that's what the Gemara proves from here, that he spent 14 years in the basement. There's Detanya, there's even a Brisa that specifies this. If that's the case, why did we go through all of this math? Okay, that's a fair question. But nevertheless, the Brisa says, uh, a third of the way down, Detanya, he was hidden there. He sat and learned for 14 years. 
Uh, that this is just a bit of a side point that uh, he died two years after Yaakov went to Aram Naharaim, Shteishanim, and Yatsa Misham Uvalola Aram Naharaim. So some of the Mephorshim point out that th- these lines are a little bit ex- extraneous here. Nimsa, Keshamar al Habe'er, that when he stood at the Be'er at the well, Ben Shivim Veshevashana, he was 77 years old. Fine. How do we know that he didn't get punished? The Tanya, the Brysa writes, five lines before the Perak. Nimta Yosef Shana. We know that Yosef was away from his father for 22 years. That he was away for uh, that Yaakov was away from uh, from his father. Shem Shapir is Yaakov Avinu me Aviv the same way that Yaakov was away from his father. And then the Gemara says something that looks a little unique to us. To Yaakov Tlusin the Shisa Havya. He was away for thirty six years. Ela Arbeisar Dahava Beves Eber Lochashilu. Fourteen of them didn't count. So what's left? That should be twenty two. So so the base Lavan Esrim Shnin Havya. 36 minus the 14 should have been 22. So why does it say here uh, that it's 20, that it, we know from, from other Pesukim and Chumash that it's only 20 years? The answer is that it took him a very long time to get to where he needed to be. Three lines before the end of the parak, that when Yaakov was traveling, it took him two years to travel because he made two significant pit stops. The Tanya, Yatsa me'aram naharayim uvalo lasukos, Asa Sham Shmona Asar Chodesh. He was there for 18 months. That's a year and a half. Shinamar, the Yaakov Nasa Sukosa, but even though Baisu Bikneo Asa Sukos. And then he made another stop, Uva Bais El, Asa Shisha Chodashim, Vikriv Zvachim. And this whole Gemara is meant to teach one idea all of the math, the reason why Ishmael's name is mentioned, and all of the math therein teach us that he was, in fact, <clears throat> That he was in fact uh, uh, learning Torah for 14 years with no consequence. He had no lack of kibbutz aim. There was no bittel kibbutz aim. There's no bittel ase. Uh, he fulfilled his responsibilities properly. Hadran Allah, Megillah Nikresi Ratam. We should come back to this stuff in seven and a half years. A little bit more than halfway down, the Gemara starts with a new Mishnah. If you read the Psukim out of order, Lo Yotzim. If you read the Megillah by heart, or Kara Atargum, or you read a translation, in any language, Lo Yotza. And then seemingly on a dime, the Gemara says, For foreigners, you could read it in their foreign language. That sounds like a contradiction to the previous sentence. We'll learn about this in the Gemara. And a foreigner who, he- who hears the Megillah in Ashuris in proper Hebrew, even though he doesn't understand it, that's the Pashtas of the Mishnah, Yotze. So it says the Gemara Kara Serugan, if you read it in chunks, like you, it wasn't out of order, but you read it, you took a break a little bit, you read a little bit more, we'll discuss this uh, further in the Gemara. Or Umisnam, people who are kind of nodding off, they're not fully asleep, but they're actually just nodding off gently, then Yotze, you're still Yotze. Let's say that a person was reviewing the Megillah, he's reading it over and he's writing no, he's writing the Megillah out in Kivin Libo Yotza. If he had in mind while he was reading it to be Yotze, he's Yotze, Vim Lavlo Yotza. So the Gemara is going to debate was it was he in the process of writing it? He was what if he only wrote the first Pasuk and that's all that was there by he? And then he writes Bimei and then he writes Achashverosh. Do all the words have to be read? from a full Megillah, or can you read them one word at a time? We'll discuss that in the Gemara. Five lines into the new Mishnah, Yud Zayin Amad Aleph, What? How do you do the one breath thing? That's a very good point. Okay, but that wouldn't be the Ikuva, but that's a very good point. Yeah, it's not, yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not requirement, but it is, I mean, it's a requirement, but it's not, it's not the Ikuva. That's, a, that's funny though. You have to start off sudden writing your ksav gets super sloppy. He's parshandasa. That's why he's also there. Sorry, side. 
That's it. Yeah. yeah, seriously, starts fainting in the middle. Beautiful question. These are different types of inks. On paper and on diphtera, which is a certain type of uh, skin, says the Gemara, you're not Yotze. We saw this line earlier in the Mesechta that you are not Yotze until it is written on parchment and it is written with proper ink and it is written in Ashuris. How do we know that one is not allowed to learn? Uh, read the Megillah, the Mafreya, that you're not allowed to read it out of order. Normally the word Mafreya means retroactively, so you have to kind of train the brain to kind of relearn the word, because it doesn't mean retroactively here. It means learning Pasuk Gimel before Pasuk Beis, and then Dalit, and then Aleph, and then Hey, and then Zion, and then coming backwards, it totally, uh, you're jumping around. How do we know that that jumping around is not allowed? Says the Gemara, nine lines or so from the bottom, as it is written, so are its times. Just like you can't mix up the two days of Purim, the mitzvahs of one day don't apply on the other. The same is true with its writing. Says the Gemara, we're talking about the mitzvah of Kriya Samagila. Your example of is not talking about reading. It's talking about writing. It's okay. You can't write it out of order, but maybe you could read it out of order. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, you're correct. Therefore, we know that the reason why we're not allowed to read a Megillah out of order is because these two words are critical. Iskash, there is a comparison between Zechira le Asiya, between the Zechira, the mentioning of, namely the reading of the Megillah and the Asiya, Ma'asiya le Mafrelo, Al-Zechira le Mafrelo, and we learn from here that you cannot learn the Mishnah, you cannot learn the Megillah, excuse me, out of order. Five lines from the bottom, the Gemara then extends this idea that one is not allowed to do things out of order to a few other areas, and then we're going to analyze all of these areas. Tana v'chein v'halel, one is not allowed to read Halel out of order. Uh, this is really very interesting. Okay, Kriyashma is a Dindel Raisa, so that we kind of understand. We're going to focus in on that. Um, tfila, we understand because there was a very specific Seder, but I was not aware that saying the order of tfila, of Tehillim in Halel was Le'ikuba, that I wouldn't have thought, but that's what the Gemara says. How do we know that in Halel this is the case? Halel Minolan says the Gemara, a few answers. The sun always starts in the east and it always goes to the west. Things have to be in order. So, too, when we when we read the Psukim of Mimizrach Shemesh Ad when we read the Halel, it also has to be in proper order. Of Yosef Amar, this is the day that Hashem made. Days have an order to them. Morning was uh, morning is going to be before night, and then night is going to be followed by morning. Therefore, it has to be in order. And Rav Avya Amar, Yehi, Shem Hashem Evorach, and the Diu hears on the word Yehi, Havya and Yehi, Rashi points out what this means, that it has to be in proper order. Rav Nachman, Bar Yitzchak, Vitem, Rav Achim, Bar Yaakov, Amar, Mehecha, Me'atavi, Adolam, from now until till forever. And now is before forever, and therefore it has to be read in order. What about Kriyashma? This is a long discussion, a well-known discussion, and it's repeated, uh, I believe, in full in brachos, almost exactly like this, and in another place in Shas as well. So it says the Gemara, Kriyashma, how do we know? Remember what we're talking about, the Kriyashma can't be set out of order. How do we know that Kriyashma can't be set out of order? You start with Vahafta, you go to Uchzavtam, and then Ukshartam. How, how does it work? Why is that not allowed? Detanya, the Brysa writes, Kriyashma Kichsava Dibir Rebbe. Rebbe was of the opinion that it has to be as it was written in the Torah. That's how it has to be read. The Chachamim Omer, Bechol Lashon, it can be written in any language. It doesn't have to be in Hebrew. It has to be in any language. It's fine. My time at the Rebbe. 
why is Rebbe saying that it's kichsava, that it has to be like it was in the Torah? Because Amar Kra, top of Yudzayin of Anala, Vehayu, Vehavyasanyu, the Pasuk says, Vehayu Advarim Haela, and therefore it has to be Vehavyasanyu as it was written in the Torah. It says Rashi, Belashana Kodesh, it has to be written in proper Hebrew. Verabon in my time. Why do the rabbis say that Shema can be read in any language? Because Amar Kra, Shema. Any language that you're able to understand, that's the language in which Shema should be written. You speak Portuguese, great, no problem. English, French, doesn't matter. Hebrew, great. Chachamim are very lenient. So if the Rabbanon learned the word Shema to say, so how do you learn the word Shema, Rebbe? So he says a famous line, that one should be able to hear themselves when they are reading the Shema. This raises shyness about people who are deaf. What if you can only hear through a hearing aid? What if you're in a very loud room that in theory you could hear yourself, but there's an overwhelming sound? A whole bunch of shyness that come out of this, according to the Rabbi, to the, to Rebbe, who says that the word Shema means you have to hear it. Rabbanon, what do the rabbis hold about this idea, about whether or not you have to hear Shema? They hold like the opinion, that you're still Yotze, even if you don't hear the Shema. You don't, uh, the word Shema is available to use for another drasha. Rebbe used the word to teach us that it had to be, that it had to be written in Lashon Kodesh. So how do the rabbis learn this? As the Gemara, this is where we see our din that we're talking about, that the rabbis are of the opinion that you're not allowed to say Shema out of order. The Rebbe, how do we know? From where do we know that there is such an idea that you're not allowed to read things out of order? So he says, It says, And it says, It could have said, But because it didn't, it said, Therefore, that extra hey informed Rebbe of the idea that our Gemara was trying to, to pose that um, that the Shema cannot be said. What's, what, what's the Habamina of that you could say it out of order? Like, why would you it's that's... Out of order. What? No, that's only uh, Parsha to Parsha, not within a Parsha. Well, he's saying, but that's true, not in, within a paragraph, that we assume that, like, historical piece, that's a machlokas, and, uh, it's a machlokas, but whether or not we say, but within a paragraph, it's not a question of, like, What's the best like? What's the best way to do it? Everyone agrees it's not. But what if you don't know where you are and you like you know you missed one pasuk? As you go back and say the one, or do you have to go back to where you were and then plow through from there from the beginning? So it has other applications. It's not literally first, last, second, fourth, third. It's not like that. It's it's to answer other halachic uh, issues that come up where you kind of space out and you know sometimes you do that like you start shmona esrei and uh, you're like slachlanu and then all of a sudden you're like modim at the same time and you're like. Something wrong happened here. Where do I go? The post can discuss this. What do we do in Shemona Esrei? Do you go back to the last bracha you remember saying? Or do you go out suffix brachos and say the one that you think you might not yet have said? It's an interesting machokas in the post game. So yeah, so that's what the cases are that are going on here. So nine lines down or so, eight lines down. The Rabbanon, what about the fact that we saw that Rebbe was, made the drush of Tvarim and Hadvarim, that he used the letter He to learn out the fact that you're not allowed to learn, uh, you're not allowed to read Shema Lamafreya. The Rabbanon, Dvarim Hadvarim Lomashmalu. He says that extra letter He was not meant for a drusha. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to pose two possibilities. According to Rebbe, maybe we should infer from Shitas Rebbe that the entire Torah could have been written Why? What should could be written and could be read and not written. Should call the Torah Kula Yeah, read, written, read. No, it can be read. Why can't it be written? Let's let's see what this says for a second. It's not written. It's just 
It has to be talking about written because uh, we'll see in a moment why that's true. Maybe Rebbe holds a that the Torah can be written in any language. If you thought it was in Lashon Kodesh, then why did the Torah go out of its way? In regards to Shema, which we said he held had to be that's what means. And if you look at Rashi at the top, we said that's Lashon Kodesh. That's the written, the written Torah. So it's, it implies by virtue of the fact that Rebbe held you had to go out of your way to say v'hayu, to say Shema, have it written in Lashon HaKodesh, then the Chorah, the rest of the Torah could be written in Lashon, says the Gemara, that's not true. Itzrich, we actually needed him to specify this because Sal Kedaitach, Shema Kirabonon, maybe I might have thought that the drasha of the, the Chachamim was correct, therefore, Kasev Rachmanon v'hayu, the Torah had to go out of its way to support Rebbe Shita, to reject the Shita of the Rabbanon. And the reverse question is also true. Lema Kasevre Rabbanon, Kola Torah Kub Lashon HaKodesh Nehemra, Disal Kedaitach B'chol Lashon Nehemra, so this is just the reverse question, but asked from the perspective of the Rabbanan. And the Gemara answers a quarter of the way down. Maybe had the Rabbanan, had they thought, uh, had, had they uh, used this logic, then they might have thought that Hayu uh, was like Rebbe, that Shema had to be only in Lashna Kodesh, Katsav Rachmana Shema. And therefore each uh, Shita precludes the other. So that's how the Gemara speaks about the mitzvah of Shema, that it has to be read, uh, it has to be read in proper order with a potpourri of other halachos as well. And a third of the way down, we move on to the largest sugi of the night. This will take us, we're actually going to wrap around to the top of Yerchesim and Aleph, about 15 to 20 lines down, because that's where the sugi kind of ends. Um, and then we'll stop for the night, but we have some ways to go. We'll do fine. Says the Gemara, Tfilim in Nalan. How do you know you can't go out of order in uh, the Shmona Esrei? Because, says the Gemara, Brisa, Shimon Apikuli, Hister Shmona Esrei, Brachos, Lifne Rabban Gamliel, Al Haseder, Biyavne, that the 18 Brachos were written by Shimon Apikuli. We'll see this will be questioned in a moment. Um, he And he was Hister. He organized them in a very specific way in Yavne, in front of Rabban Gamliel. And Amar of Yochanan, not necessarily. Some say that there was a Brisa. Either Rav Yochanan said it or Rav Baisa may have asked from Zakanim, Uvahen Kamanavim, Tiknushmon Asrei Brachos Alaseda. It's even worse. It's not just one guy. It's a bunch of, uh, please excuse the word guy. It's not just one person. But you're talking about 120 men of the Anshek Nessus Agdola, and you're talking about a group of Nevim who uh, organized the Shmon Asrei. Of course, you can't go out of order. Now, let's get into why the order is the way that it is. Tanu Rabban and the rabbis have taught us. How do we know that we have the brach of Avos? Here are the strong ones, a reference to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. And that's the brach of Avos. How do we know about the second bracha? Oz is strength, and Gvura is very similar uh, translated words. How do we know that? So, based on the flow of Psukim, we know that it's Avos, Gvuros, and Kedusha. Why is it that we say the bracha of Atachonim Das after the bracha of Kedusha? So answers the Gemara um, a little bit more than halfway down. So that pasuk speaks about Kedusha. The Samichle in the next pasuk or close to it, the pasuk says So there we speak about Das and we speak about Bina. Okay, so now we see that we have Kedusha followed by Atachonim Ladam Das. Why is it that we say Hashivenu Avinu Lesorasecha? Uh, that right right afterwards, because says the Gemara, his heart will understand, and then Vishav and he'll do tshuva. So that's why we have the bracha of tshuva after the bracha of Tachonin uh, Das. It's Bina and tshuva. And then the Pasuk concludes, and he'll be healed. 
Says the Gemara, Yachi, if the Pasuk says, Rafalo, Lema Rafua Basra de Chuba, maybe what we'll have is Atachonin Ladam Das, Hashivenu Avimelasurasecha, and then the Bracha of Rafua, skipping the Bracha of Geula. Why? Because the Pasuk says, Rafalo. So the Gemara says, that's not, uh, that's not a possibility. Lo Sal two thirds of the way down, you cannot make such an assumption. Why? Because the Pasuk writes, Vyashuva Lashem. You'll do tshuva and Hashem will have mercy on you. So we see that after tshuva is slicha. So therefore we have no choice. It's bina, it's uh, hashivenu, and then it's slachlanu avinu. That's the So says the Gemara, well, we have two psukim. You could have read either one as the as the machria. So who says that the latter pasuk that we just quoted is correct? That slachlanu goes after Hashivenu, smochaha. Maybe we should have said it was the previous pasuk, which implies that Rufua comes before, uh, comes before slicha. Says the Gemara, that's not possible because ksiv kra acharina. We have another pasuk. Hasoleach lechol avonaihi. First, it says slicha before Rufua. Harofe lechol tachluaihi. Hagol mishachas chayaihi. So we see that the Rufua is after slicha. So therefore, Rufua can't be before slicha, and that is why so far our order is uh, avos gvuros kedushos, and then we have bina, and then we have hashivenu, and then we have slachlanu. Those are the ones that are firmed up. Then says the Gemara lemeimra degula Rufua basar slicha. How can you say that geula and Rufua are after slicha? That doesn't make sense because after all, it says v'haksiv v'shav. You do tshuva, and then v'rafalo, and then you should have a rafua. So then it should be rafuas earlier, like we said earlier. Says the Gemara, that can't be five lines before the middle width lines. Hahu lav rafua de tachluim. We're not talking about illness of the body. Ela rafua de slichahi. We're talking about a healing of your averas. So therefore, we have firmed up the uh, the list so far to get through slicha. Umaro lomar geula bishviz. Why is it that geula is the seventh bracha? It's right after the bracha of Slachlan, who says, Because, I mean, this is our year, it's a year of Shemitah. Please, God, will be redeemed this year in the year of Shemitah. Therefore, the bracha of Geula should be said in, in slot number seven. Good answer. Mar, not such a good answer. Last short line. Vishishi's kolos in the sixth year, we'll hear some uh, some kolos, we'll hear some calling out. I think we can all agree that we've all done some calling out this past year. That's a good start. Vishvis milchamos, Hashem irachem, I hope not, but maybe Gog Magog, I don't know how this works. Are you allowed to hope for it? Bemotse shviz ben David ba. So we had said that Kaul is in the seventh year, but this Bryce seems to say that Bemotse shviz ben David ba, that in the in the next year, in the in the eighth year, the first year of the next cycle, that's when Mashiach will come. Says the Gemara, don't worry. We still consider the war that begins in the seventh year to be the beginning of the Geula. Says the Gemara, in case there's a Moel in the room, this is good Moel Torah. Says the Gemara, why do we have Rufua as number eight? Because bris mila was required on the eighth day, which requires rufua. Therefore, that bracha was established to be the eighth bracha. Why is it that we have the bracha of birchas hashanim evarech hashanim in the ninth? Amar Rabbi Alexandri Kenegin Mafkiyesh Aram, the people who set the prices. Dechsiv Shavor Zerah Rasha. The David Ki Amar Bitchis Amar. He said it in the ninth parak. This is a discussion. It doesn't appear in the ninth parak that we have. It appears in the eighth parak, um, and the, some of the Mephorshim say on the page here that. But, uh, really, the first and second prakim that we have in our in our Tehillim are really one parak. Uh, this is discussed. Uh, okay, that's why if you look in Tosfos, he quotes this idea. Uh, 
Uh, that's how he discusses it over there. Take a look for more information. Seven, eight lines from the bottom, seven lines from the bottom. And why is it that we say the bracha of kibbutz galios after uh, the bracha of Bircha Sashram, Bichsiv, Vatemar Yisraelan Pechem Titen, you should give over your, your Anafim, your branches, Prichem Tisui, and you should give over your fruits, Laame Yisrael, Kikirvu Lavo. And the Kirvu is talking about the Kibbutz Galios, so one is after the other. The Kevan Shinis Kapsu Galios, Nasa Din Berashaim. And once everyone comes back into town, everyone's in, in Eretz Yisrael, Nasa Din Berashaim. Then we're going to have a paragraph of Hashiva Shoftenu Kivar Yishona, Shene Amar, Vashiva Yodi Alecha, Vetzrov Kivor Sigaich. I'm going to cleanse the uh, cleanse the troops here. I'm going to return the judges like they initially were. And then once that happens, uh, then then uh, all of the bad people will be uh, killed or be destroyed. Once the bad people uh, are, are go away, then the good people's profiles are elevated. That when the bad people get cut down, the great people get elevated. And included in this paragraph is Gire is Gire Hatzadik Im Hatzadikim. And that we're familiar with Allah Tzadikim, Allah Chasidim, Ve'alzikmiyam Chabes Yisrael, Ve'al Gire Hatzadik. Connected to those two is so we know that the ger is included with the tzaddik in this particular paragraph. Where is it that one's, uh, one's greatness will be raised? That's why we have the bracha at that point of Yerushalayim. And once Yerushalayim is built, then David, that's why we have the pasuk of Semach David. As the pasuk says, top of David Malcolm. So we see that David uh, will show up at that time. That's the bracha of Esamach. The Kevan Sheba David. So Ba Satfila. Then we can get to Shema Kolein Ushinemar Vahavi Yosim Al Har Kodshim Simachtim Beveis Tfilasi. The Kevan Sheba Satfila. Once we have that, then we have to move on to the Aboda. To the Aboda. Ba Savoda. This is the bracha of Ritzei. Shinemar. Olo Sehem Vizivchem Leratzon Al Mizbechi. The Kevan Sheba Savoda. Uh, this should be Hoda. After Ritzei should be the Brach of Hoda. This is based on the Pasuk. Is that we after the Zvicha, we have the Hakara Sato, we have the thank you. That's why Ritzei is followed by Modim. Why is it that we say the Brach of Birchas Konim after Modim? Aaron raised up his hands al Ha'am by Varachim, by Yered, Measos Hachatas, Vahaolav Hashlamim. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, it's Vayered Me Asos. They are going down from doing the Chatas. Sounds like the other order. Emakodem Avoda seems like the uh, the Birchas Kona should be before. Says the Gemara, no, you read the Pasuk wrong. Lo Sal Kadaitach. Tirsi Vayered Me Asos from doing the Chatas, but not not to do the Chatas. Miksiv La Asos. No Me Asos Ksiv. Okay, says the Gemara, you can't do it beforehand. You can't do the Birchas Kona before Ritzay, but Vilemra Achar Ha'Avoda. Maybe we should say it's that the uh, the birchas koanim is not after modim, but it's after ritzei. Says Gemara lo sal because the pasuk says, as we saw earlier, dechsev zoveach toda. Okay, but we had two different psukim. My chazis to sam chesahay smochaha. There's two different ways we could have learned it. Says the Gemara mistabra avoda vehoda chadamil sahi. This is a very big musr. It's important to see that uh, one's avoda and and hoda 
are considered one entity. When a person is doing avoda, part and parcel of that is hakara satov. We have these ideas in Bikurim and other types of avoda that they are woven in with hakara satov, nadarim and nadavos v'chule. Fine. Why is it that sim shalom specifically follows birchas konim? So the, that's because he says that he's going to bless the Jews. And the brach of Hashem is peace. Says the Gemara, if that's true, if all of this is true, then we have to go back to the beginning where we saw a little bit of a stira on Amur ago. If in fact it's true that we have 120 elders who uh, who put together Shmon Esrei along with a number of Nevim, Shimon Apikuli, my hister, what did he do? This one guy showed up, everything was done already by 120 greats, and he was not one of the 120 greats. And even if he was, so what? There were Nevi'im in the pack. What kind of influence can he have? Says the Gemara, a very important historical fact, and a sad one at that. Shechachum v'chazer Do you know how bad you have to be to totally forget your sitter? <laughs> Granted, there was no printing press, but he had to go back and be like, no, 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 you guys, we're, we're all forgetting this. You got to sit down and write everything. So he redid everything. That's why the Gemara quotes the two different prices, one Shimon Apikuli and one 120 of the greats. We'll pick up right here one third of the way down tomorrow night. A reminder that on Shabbos, we do not have Dafyomi at the regular time. Dafyomi on Shabbos will be at 8 a.m. before Shachris. Wishing you all a beautiful night.